Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. This is my podcast and not yours. So just click off, just go away. <laughs> only I can listen to this. Uh, worst, worst advice ever. Um, how are we doing? If, uh, if, if you guys are, if you're new here, I feel like this is probably going to get more clicks than my usual podcast episodes. Um, but yeah, if this is your first episode you listen to, hello, this is my podcast where, you know, I, I sit down, I talk about stuff. It's a, it's way less edited as in there's hardly any editing uh, in it than my usual videos. So, um, you know, it's just a little different. It's more like kind of chill, maybe. I don't know. It's a, a very cold. You're going to feel very cold when you listen to this because these videos are, you know, these podcasts are a little more chill. Um, but yeah, thanks for, thanks for listening. Thanks for, you know, tuning in. Um, fuck man, we got a big one. <laughs> we got a fucking episode today, dude. Um, so recap, really quick recap. Uh, if you haven't seen my most recent video on my main channel, um, you might want to watch it before you listen to this podcast or watch this podcast, because I'm going to be referencing some jokes and some points that I made in it about the guy, the fella that I talked about. Um, so yeah, go, go, go watch that if you haven't, but if not, you'll, I'm sure you can still understand. Um, but yeah, last week I made a video about a, a guy on TikTok. Um, his name is Russell Hartley. Um, he basically made a bunch of... He makes content where he talks... He walks up to his mirror and he's like... How to, how to motorboat boobs all day, every day. And that's the only thing you do. How to motorboat boobs. That was, that was basically his videos. And then he, he made a bunch of like weird misogynistic points... Uh, just objectifying women um and he's he portrays himself to be this really like smooth guy um not like his skin i don't know if he's ever really mentioned his skin um but like just like smooth how he talks to ladies you know like a pickup guy um and yeah and he actually sells like courses on like how to pick up women and shit really weird like really weird guy um and i mean the response has been great on my video um thank you if you to watch thank you to watch it thank you <laughs> um but a few days ago to my surprise russell has made a video response to my video um so that's pretty exciting um i didn't want to make a whole like main channel video like response to it because one bucko was foaming at the mouth <laughs> basically russell was foaming at the mouth, at the idea that I made a video about him because I have like 2 million subscribers. Even though it's not a good video. He's like, oh, well, I'd rather have 2 million people hate me than no one hate me, which is insane, but, you know, to each his own. So I didn't want to do like a full main channel thing, and I, I'm i already working on another thing. So I feel like it was perfect for me to you know, sit down. We're going to go through his response, the full thing. We're going to talk about it. We're going to break it down. Now we're gonna break it down. I don't mean I'm gonna like you know go through the points. I'm gonna break it down. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna break dance while his video plays for like a half hour. <laughs> uh, no, dude, that's the best response. If someone is uh, talking shit to you, you go, oh yeah, and then you break dance. You do you spin on your head, dude. Who's gonna argue if someone's spinning on their head? Not me. If you're <laughs> if you're in a spitting match. If you're in an, a verbal argument with someone and they go, "All right, here we go," and you're like, "Oh shit, we have to fight," and then they st- and then they stand on their head, and they, they go on their head and they spin around, you're like, "Um, what? Uh, what do I say to this?" <laughs> they win. They win. 100% of the time, they'll win. Okay. My head is spinning. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I guess we'll we'll go through his video right now. Um, let's. Enough of me chit-chatting. So, <laughs> funny enough, this is his only video on his entire channel. Um, I want to look at his about, his about page. Okay. Welcome to my channel. Remember, confidence is key. Okay. Yeah, so confident, man. You fucking blocked me. So I wouldn't make a video about you. Very confident. <laughs> um, okay, he's got 500 subscribers. Not bad. One video, he's got 32,000 views on it. Not too bad. For YouTube, it's tough to get views on YouTube, man. So good for you, Russ. 
Good for you, Russell. That's huge. Um, so the title of his response video is uh, TikTok's most wanted man. And I am. Is he saying that he is or, or, or that I am? I don't. I'm, it's hard to. I think he's saying that he is. I, that makes sense. I don't think I am. <laughs> um, and then he's got a picture of me, and then it says triggered. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true, man. Nothing I said was true or factual and backed up by what you put on your public profile. I was just, I was just triggered. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could just say whatever, and then, and then just say that whoever disagrees with you, you're like, oh, he's triggered. Which is just a fucking super, super like not okay thing to say at all, because because you know the word triggered, like using that as a joke, it's not very, you know, not very cool to me because there are people who are actually triggered by things, so to just kind of okay whatever, you know what I'm trying to say. I'm not good at articulating, but you know what I mean. Okay, so should we play this fucking thing? <laughs> should we play this? Should we play this fucking video? Huh? Okay, here we go. This video is in response to Curtis Connors, I don't know, attack, expose, or whatever his channel is about. I don't really know the guy. Okay, okay, so we're eight seconds in. He's already lying. <laughs> my attack video. Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's what, that was my, that was my intent. You know me, the attacker. <laughs> I actually, I'm actually inside of a tank when I film my videos. I'm inside of a fucking army tank when I film. You know, the doors in the background and everything. How, you know, it looks like the inside of a house, but it's not. I'm actually in a tank going to battle, bro. <laughs> and he says he doesn't really know me, but that's fucking... I'm still blocked, bro. I'm still blocked. And he blocked me before I made my video, so he knows who I am. I don't really know the guy. I mean, I've seen him because... And I know who he is, but I don't know him because I blocked him. I've went to his profile and I've seen him and I and I figured out what he does and then I blocked him, but I don't really know him. Yeah, I'm searching Russell Hartley and you can look on my phone. It says no results found. Actually, okay, hold on really quick before we before we get into the YouTube video, I want to do the, the the I want to see I want to watch the promos that he did for his video on his TikTok. Um so I'm using my 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 fake TikTok account. My side account, my secret account, my fickfuck. You know how, like, Insta account, you have, like, a Finsta? I'm using my fickfuck. We gotta start using that. Oh, he's live right now, dude. Screen recording. I'm gonna watch a few seconds of his live, see what he's up to. Oh, it just says, ban. Add me on IG and YouTube. Check bio. Oh, he's banned. He's banned from posting? Oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, his promo videos. Here we go. He posted one. Well, that's basically Skillshare. Oh my gosh, to see the look on your face. Oh, oh my gosh. And that's what half-baked journalism gets you, Curtis Connors. Okay. So he posted that. It got a thousand views. And all the comments are like, yeah, why'd you block him though? Oh, did he hurt your feelings? We're not sorry. And then he posted the exact same video again. And the top comment is didn't have didn't get enough likes the first time you posted this, my dude. It's okay to cry. So no one's on his side, which is very funny. So he 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 knows me enough to block me. He blocks me and everything. I'm still blocked. But yet he makes a whole video about me and then puts my name in his bio, being like, Curtis Connor response in my, in my bio. So, I mean, I'm giving him exactly what he wants by making this video, but... Mm. <laughs> I don't care, dude. There's my middle finger for those who are listening. Okay, back to the YouTube video. It's so funny because I was seeing some posts on my TikTok, like Curtis Connor needs to do a video about him. And like so many people do videos about me, taking my stuff entirely out of context. So this is a thing that he says a lot in this video where he says he took this video out of context. Uh, he's taking what I said out of context. And what other fucking context is there than your video? You know what I mean? I play the whole video that he posted. I didn't edit it. I didn't add anything out. I didn't just take a clip. I played his video in full that he posted. How was I taking it out of context? I, you posted it. That's like, literally, that's like if you posted, if you like posted a tweet of you, I don't know, just like being like, hey, uh, I think short, all short people should die. 
And then everyone's like, okay, hold on, pause. What did you just say? And then you, and then, and then to all that, you'd be like, you took it out. Of, okay, hold on. You took what I said out of context. Okay. I didn't mean all short people should die. I mean, I mean, all short people should die. You know, taking something out of context is when you take something like a snippet from something that doesn't, you know, that doesn't make sense. And you like twist it in another way, you know, but I just played his full videos in full. So his full videos in full, a little redundant, but it's all good. Oh, fuck. And of course he's wearing a suit, bro. Of absolute, of of course, dude. I would honestly be surprised if he had any skin under there. He might, he honestly might just be suit. <laughs> you know when people say birthday suit and, you know, they were born naked? I feel like he came out of the womb, he was in a suit. And the doctors are like, holy shit. <laughs> this baby's gonna suck when he grows up. And then he was like, Google Gaga, how to be a bachelor baby in real life. Let me suck on those titties, mom. <laughs> hey, mama. Hey, yo, ma. Pass me those titties. Russell's thirsty. Okay, that's gross. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry I said that. Um, fucking man. Just wear a t-shirt for once in your life, you psycho. <laughs> okay, let's keep watching. Or turning it into something that it totally isn't or whatever, you know, but this guy does it in spades. This is who's attacking me now. I'm so excited. Nice, a clip from Stephen Colbert. <laughs> and now I like this video more because I know who Stephen Colbert is and he's the successful comedian who I agree with on, on most things. So now I, okay, cool, good. I like that you included that. This is another common thing in this video. He'll just like put random clips from shit. Thinking how that's supposed to be funny. But that's not really how like comedy works, right? Like what I use a lot of like other media in my videos, but whenever I use it, it's like, it serves a purpose and it's in the right spot or it's to like help a joke. This guy just says something super normal that doesn't make any sense. And then whoever edited this was like, I guess I'll put something that kind of makes sense here. <laughs> um, okay. Excited because this is my first YouTube video ever. And I'm extra excited because I'm getting to respond to a relatively large channel. Hey yo, what the? So it's really cool to have that kind of exposure. <laughs> yeah, su super sick to have this type of exposure, dude. Everybody hates you, man. <laughs> this is super awesome. This exposure is great. Even though people would willingly push me down the stair set if they could, this is great exposure. <laughs> I can't wait to get into it. Let's now, go, Now, most dude. of you are here because you already know who Curtis Connor is, and you're just here to see sort of my rebuttal to that. But for those of you who are new here and don't know who Curtis Connor is, I guess he's just some guy on the internet that does like exposés on people he likes or doesn't like. Or Yeah. <laughs> I'm just some guy on the internet who does exposés on people I like or don't like. I don't think I've ever done an exposé on someone I like. That would be very weird. <laughs> All right, today... <laughs> All right. This week we're gonna be talking about my mom. I love her to death, but it's but she's canceled. My mom's canceled. <laughs> no way, dude. Like or whatever. For me, for instance, if he doesn't like my point of view or doesn't have an opinion, he just just vehemently bashes them or whatever. Just makes up big big large claims. I think um, you need to say clearly what happened. Nice. A Will Smith clip. Bro, who the fuck edited this, man? But I don't know the guy, and I'm not going to be the kind of person that just, like, attacks his character or makes these grand conjectures about him or his life or his channel. Thanks. I really don't know him. Thanks, Russell. Um, it's way beneath me to just sort of bash his character as a person. And I okay. That's, that's pretty nice of you. He's trying to be the bigger man, you know? Because it's way beneath him to, you know, to bash another, another man's character. But hey, objectifying women and comparing them to horses and, uh, you know, fetishizing uh, an entire, like, sexuality, that's fine with him. That's fine. If he's making women feel like shit, that's cool. But it's beneath him, you know, to make, a, to make claims about another guy. Okay, cool. So, misogynist, uh, misogynist confirmed. That's the, that's the misogynist uh, alarm sound. <laughs> Anytime he says anything misogynistic. Can't wait to sort of go through the points he's made, which are good points, actually. And it's really exciting to be able to focus my 
attention onto one channel rather than sort of addressing each individual person that has a problem with my content. Thank you so much, so, so much for wasting my time. So right out of the gate, he talks about pickup artistry and like the, the culture around that and sort of the ambiguous, like dark alley kind of vibe that it gives off. And I agree with him actually. Pickup artistry is kind of dirty. I mean, Neil Strauss wrote the book the Game and it was like kind of a hit in its time. And then right around that time, there was a show that I used to watch when I was young um, called the pickup artist with a guy named mystery and then like it was okay <laughs> who the fuck is that guy mystery his, his name is mystery huh if you are 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 listening to this podcast and not watching the video please please do me a favor and search mystery pickup artist and look at the fucking hat that this guy is wearing. It's a furry top hat. The size of like a microwave. That is a microwave sized hat that is covered in fur. And he hosted a show about picking up girls? Was it fucking... It took place in Wonderland, I'm guessing. <laughs> He's the Mad Hatter. <laughs> Holy shit, okay. And then like it was like sort of like survivor and elimination stuff really really cool stuff actually And when I was young, I was like wow, this is really great But as I've gotten older I kind of seen beyond curtains so to speak and I want to say that I agree with Curtis A lot of the pickup stuff that's out there is really really rough But I will say nice. what I don't like about Curtis's like explanation about guys meeting girls I think if you're a young or old or single man in general and you want to get back out into the field You shouldn't be shamed for wanting to you know walk up to a stranger that you don't know and introduce yourself and have a normal conversation and see where things go oh my god can you let me do what i need to do so the first yeah i never said that that's not okay i never said that it's fine that it's not okay to meet someone out and about and like you know you make you know you start a relationship that way I never fucking said when did i say that was not okay all I said was, hey, don't fucking objectify women and don't be a weirdo. <laughs> and obviously don't call women horses, bro. That's like all I said. Obviously, if you meet someone out organically and it like happens and everyone's ha and like everyone's chill about it. Fuck yeah, dude. I literally. <sighs> okay. And this is another point. He never shows any of my clips. He never shows a clip from my video in his video. He can show all these other clips of fucking... Stephen Colbert and Will Smith and shit for no reason, but whenever he's making point about what I said, he never shows my video. Because he knows if he puts my video, it contradicts what he's saying. Because I'm fucking right. I'm right about this. And he's wrong. So he needs to just paraphrase what I say so he can have a rebuttal, which is annoying. But I digress. First video is actually one of my favorites. It's about men that think women live their life on easy mode. So I'm gonna show that Here video first and then we're gonna go through it, how it's intended to be interpreted. I keep seeing so much lately that women are living their life on easy mode, and I'm here to tell you that that's absolutely true. But only in direct proportion to how pretty they are and how much they put themselves out there, like on social media or whatever. Because what men value is their youth and beauty, so we're happy to fl- Okay, holy shit, insane, psychotic thing to say. <clears throat> your youth and beauty. Let me suckle on your youth and beauty. Oh boy, do I f I can't fucking stand you, but your youth and beauty? Whoo. Gets it gets my rocks off. You're living your life on hard mode now, but if you're willing to work, you can increase your marketability as a okay. high value Shut the fuck up, Russell. Come on. And what I mean by that, what it was meant to be interpreted as, and a lot of guys understood this, some people didn't, when you have a very attractive woman that puts herself out on social media, let's say Daisy Keach has, I don't know, 10 million followers or something like this, right? A person like that, right? So when she posts things on social media, she gets access to very expensive luxury vacations, oh. free trips, free travel, free parties, all extra oh. benefits that maybe some others don't get. And Curtis goes on to say, like, dude, now I get it. Oh, dude, i sorry I'm so stupid. Sorry I'm little dumb baby boy. Sorry. Sorry I got pissy me diaper. Now, how could I be so blind? Just because a girl uh, has, a, like, a lot of followers, which I mean to him, I guess every girl has millions of followers. 
But when a girl has followers, she gets like free stuff sometimes. So that automatically erases all the hardships that she has to go through and, and, and live with. Okay, got it. No, no, I, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. When she's trying to get like birth control, when she's trying to get like her tubes tied, perhaps. They're like, nah, you need, you need your husband's permission to do that. But she's like, oh, no, but I get free stuff sometimes because of my followers. Then they'll be like, oh, sorry, you should have said that. That's a thing, right? You need husband's permission? I read that somewhere. I might be wrong. Okay, I'm wrong. That was require that was a requirement like recently, a little bit ago. But you know what I mean? I'll I'll admit that I'm wrong there, but you know what I mean? That's not the only fucking issue that that girls have. It doesn't just cause you I'm sure fucking Daisy Keach, I'm sure she goes through a bunch of shit, dude. I can guarantee you she she, she goes through the more than this fucking guy does. Doesn't mean her life's on easy mode, dude. Like not at all. And then okay. Okay, here we go. And Curtis goes on to say, like, Oh, well, women have periods, so it's not that easy. And that's on period. Nobody's talking about that. Yeah, exactly. I never said that. I never even mentioned periods in my video. I never mentioned that. And he just... Holy shit. In general, I think that women have life actually very difficult. But nowhere did I say that women don't have periods. They have to worry about things in their life or whatever. I'm just saying that very attractive women have access to certain luxuries and benefits that others don't when they're out there on social media. How it turned into anything but that blows my mind. Then fucking say that. Say that in your video. Literally hold up a phone and be like, when girls have a lot of followers, they get free stuff sometimes. Say that, man. Absolutely say that. Because one, what a fucking stupid ass pointless point to make. <laughs> and that's it. No, no, there's no two. There's no two. Oh, things that are obvious to some are just so lost on others. You can't triple stamp a double stamp. You can't triple stamp a double stamp, Lord. But it's all right. Some people need you to spell it out for them. The message was men feel discouraged that women get access to certain privileges and that they're sort of on the sidelines. And I said, don't worry about that. Just worry about actually increasing your value as a man and you'll do way better in your life. That's the message. Hey, that's pretty good. In no way did I suggest that women in general have their life easy. Yeah, that's pretty true. That's true. And I mean, he literally started the video saying, girls live my life on easy mode. And that's very true. That's how we started it. So why would you go back and say, There's, I, I know I said girls live life on easy mode, but I didn't mean that girls live life on easy mode. That's fuck you for thinking that. So the next video series Curtis calls up is the series about what it's like to be a bachelor in real life. And when I did this series, it was around the time when the last season of The Bachelor aired. And for those of you who don't know, it's about a guy who's dating like 30 girls at the same time. So I'm like, I should talk about what it's like to be that way in real life. And so oftentimes... This part really pisses me off. Um, okay, sorry, I'll let him talk and then we'll talk about it. Metaphor means to speak in a way that paints a picture so that your listeners can understand. Oftentimes by making comparisons so that it makes more sense to your audience. So when I describe what it's like to be a bachelor in real life, I use metaphor to explain it. But I'm from the South, so I decided to use a more practical metaphor about mares in a stable. I'm gonna go ahead and show that clip now. What it's like being a bachelor in real life, part four. So in the previous part, I mentioned having a stable. So what this means if you're a bachelor is that every time you have sex with a new woman, that's a new mare in your stable. Fuck and you wanna keep man. doing this. You're gonna have mares coming in and out of your stable. And the reason why they go out is because eventually you get to that conversation where it's like, so where's this going? And the reason why you have multiple mares in your stable is so that you can determine which one's a thoroughbred. But when the mares come to you eventually, they go, well, where's this going? This is obviously you're not serious about me. This isn't going anywhere. They're gonna move on to greener pastures and exit your stable. Now, just because I use this metaphor doesn't mean that I actually think women are horses. I mean, no shit. He thinks that, he thinks that's what I got from that? He thinks that is what I, holy shit. I obviously fucking know what metaphors are. I was in third grade. I was in third grade before. But the fact that you're... The fact that you're even comparing... A human being... Uh, like a human person... 
to horses in a stable. That's the weird thing. And to him, that's a practical metaphor. You're insane. Just, just because it's a metaphor doesn't mean it's not offensive, right? That's like saying like, oh, you're, you know what? You're my, you're, you're like a, you're like a, you're like a piss, you're like a shitty, uh, shit-stained rat. <laughs> Cause you're always, you're always running around and you, you got some, you got moxie to you, you know? And I can't really, I can never grab hold of you. You're like a shitty shit rat. Someone said that to you. Even if you say things that are like kind of nice, it's still going to hurt your feelings, right? Call him a shit rat. You're comparing women, a human person, to just a fucking horse that you keep on your farm. I know what a fucking metaphor is, man. I mean, that to me is obvious. To most people, that's obvious. But to Curtis, it's not obvious, and some others as well. So I feel like I need yeah, to address that. Yeah, we dumb. That. What that yeah, means we're stupid, is, is Russell, that if you sorry. decide as a man that you just want to be single, then you're going to have women coming into your life and sort okay. of residing there for a little while. And okay. then eventually they're going to realize that it's not going to turn into a serious, committed, monogamous relationship, and then therefore they're going to leave mm-hmm. your life to pursue one with somebody else that does want that. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah, that- no, sh- Sherlock. And to- yeah, sorry for being so stupid, Russell. I yeah, I'm the I'm the dumb one here. Yeah, fuck. How could I be so dumb and not agree with your metaphor about calling women fucking horses, dude? Sorry, I don't agree with your uh, your 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 equine. Your equine lady uh, metaphor. Sorry. Ooh, I'm so stupid. Get so triggered and upset because of a metaphor is just, oh my goodness, it's ridiculous. How do you live your life? I mean, life is way harder than that shit. You know how I feel. Why would you say that? Okay, fuck, man. <laughs> yeah, triggered over a metaphor. That's me. I'm going to start introducing myself as that. So I meet a new person. They're like, hey, I am, hi, I'm Tommy. What's your name? I'm like, hey, I'm triggered by a metaphor. Nice to meet you. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with that. If you're totally upfront and honest about your intentions and the girls totally understand that and are with it and are still coming around to see you anyways, that's totally fine. Don't, don't let Curtis turn it into some other thing. It's Never totally said that okay wasn't okay. You have multiple partners if everybody's down. I said Moving that was right okay. Along, the next video Curtis brings up is about the time I was in a polyamorous relationship. It was really more like a thruple than anything else. Oh, we were cheers. inclusive, but there was three of us. So it was like two girls and then me, and we all lived together in my townhouse. And it's pretty apparent that Curtis has never been in a polyamorous relationship. Anybody that's true. That's I've never I've never been in one. I'll admit that. Anybody that's in a poly relationship totally understands that communication is a huge issue. And what you don't want... Dude, what if he meant like when he's in a poly relationship, he was just dating a girl named Polly? <laughs> yeah, I was in a poly relationship. Where, so it was like, yeah, I'm, I'm like well-versed in this, uh, in this, uh, in this subject. And they're like, I oh, see... So yeah, two girlfriends. That's, I mean, that's pretty interesting. He's like, oh, no. It's, I mean, I kind of just had one. Her name was Polly, and and her last name was Amorous. So, <laughs> it's fucking so stupid. Is like having these secret dialogues between each other behind each other's back. That's no good. The best way and the only way is to have an open dialogue with everybody involved, so that there's no person left on the outside. So I made a suggestion about making it so that we only texted each other in a group chat. So we only started talking to to each other in a way that that was transparent for all so that we didn't have these sort of secret dialogues happening. And also, that should be obvious. I mean, I know it's not obvious to Curtis. I know it's not obvious to some. Yeah, we're dumb. But it should be obvious that communication is the way to have a good relationship. Yeah. If you're in a polyamorous relationship, communicating with one more so than the other or communicating with one at a time okay i mean sure i'll i'll admit i don't i don't know what it's like to be in that sort of relationship um but i just found it very weird to limit someone like that the way he said it like hey you can only talk to me this way that's fucked up like what if you had like a personal thing that you wanted to just talk to the him about right like what if i was one of his girlfriends and i was like hey uh i have this rash in my on my butthole i have this butthole rash and i just like i was like i don't know what to do i'm really worried like what do i do you don't want to like put that out in the open like hey you don't want to just tell everyone you know i don't know that's just me but who knows i I'll, i'll admit maybe i'm wrong i've never been in a relationship and i can't really speak on that so who knows but to me weird to limit someone's means of communicating with someone that's it. One at a time and then having to repeat yourself to the other makes the other person feel like they're getting like 
secondhand news and it's not really like they're not as important because they didn't discuss it first so we just solved that problem collectively by the way it just happened to be my idea and then curtis goes on to say like oh well there's no way these relationships are real but i get that sometimes and like i'm still friends with these girls like i'm very much still in touch with them as much as i can be not not uh, like super Frequently are we in touch, but we're step definitely still in touch. There's definitely lots of videos and photos of us. If you're on my mailing list, you definitely see it. Some more adult nature and content. And I can show you, but I don't, you know, it's not suitable for YouTube. Oh, and then the next one is the part where I was dancing in front of the um my tweet about Venmo in your bio is training wheels for OnlyFans, which is hilarious, by the way. I have no not it's not really that good of a joke at all, but all right. Problem with people that use OnlyFans, I have no problem with people that put Venmo in your bio. It's just really funny. So I posted that and I don't use Twitter ever. Like I have like a couple hundred followers on there. I don't know. I used it for the sake of that video. I tweeted that and then the time it took me to tweet that, go to the tweet and screenshot it, one person liked it and then Curtis is like, oh well, it only got one like. So, so what? Don't care. Don't care. Nice, dude. Sick rebuttal. <laughs> Dude, fuck, good point. Man said, so what? <laughs> Dude, I'd actually, re I'd, re I'd actually respect that so much. If this video was three seconds long and it was just him, and it was just him being like, yeah, so? I'd respect that way more than whatever this video is. And a video from Earl Sweatshirt saying, don't care. How many likes does that have now? A couple hundred? I don't, I don't know. And then, oh, oh, this one's good too. And then the whole like laughy faces on the Instagram thirst traps or whatever. So I got that from a podcast called Call Her Daddy. And then one of the nice. episodes of the podcast, they go, oh, you shouldn't compliment girls on the podcast. You should just put, maybe put laughy faces to get the dialogue rolling. And, I, and then, so I contacted them and I said, hey, I'm gonna do this. I'm actually gonna do this. I'm gonna record, I'm gonna post on my TikTok. And I did. Dude, it's so funny to think that he contacted them. Fucking, I'm sure he sent them a DM, but they didn't fucking respond at all. <laughs> yeah, I contacted them and I said that I'm going to do it. And they were like, well, they didn't respond, but I mean, I did it anyway <laughs> because I contacted them. Just because you DM someone doesn't mean you contact them. I guess it does, but that's a weird way to say that. Yeah, I'm in contact with, um, with Barack Obama pretty much every day. I'll send him a, like a daily message. He's never opened it. He's never seen it. He's never responded. He doesn't even know I exist, but I'm in contact with him and... And that's cool. Fuck you. I got responses. The girl, I showed you the conversation. One of the girls started and said, hey, what was that about? And I go, it's okay. I'm just kidding. You look great, yada, yada. And then we continued, even to this day, have a dialogue that's open. We talk, we're friends, like, it's all good. Everybody took it as a joke. Any, any other way than that blows my mind. And then Curtis pulls up the video of the motivational speech I did, which was about elevating your thinking, thinking bigger for your life, because that way you can you know, kind of set dreams for yourself and pursue them vehemently and adamantly. And that's the point, that is the point. The idea is to elevate your thinking, okay? You don't wanna have an affordable car, you wanna be able to afford a Lamborghini. Right, right. That's a big difference. You are, all of you, all of us are gonna die soon, mm -hmm. real soon. And why wouldn't you wanna be like, I wanna, on a yacht around the Cayman Islands with beautiful women in my life. Right. Is that if you don't think that that's a possibility in your life ever, you'll never get it. Right. Straight up. Straight up. And Curtis is like, well, that didn't have any value to me. I also never said that. I never said, ah, come on, this doesn't have any value to me, you dumb idiot. I'm just saying it's the whole idea of doing a, a motivational speech. I know, this is my opinion. This is what he's saying. I'll agree. But to me, it's very shallow. It's very empty. And you're, I don't know if you charge people money for this shit, but like, that's fucking, that's a con. You're conning these people. Because what he didn't say anything. Maybe they did get something from that. Maybe someone who was like, oh yeah, true. Okay, that is worth my money. But to me, it's, it's just a fucking blatant con people. But who knows? And so I, I encourage Curtis and everybody else that if it didn't have any value to you, then fine. You don't have to like it. You don't have to think that everything that everybody says is profound. You can just say, okay, cool. Come on now, dog. So the next thing. Okay. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a fair point. I'll, 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 I'll agree with that. So the next thing Curtis tries to do is like go through my resume and like try to poke holes in every little thing or whatever. So I used to work in national defense for seven years. Um, and then after that, I left the space to get more into entertainment to teach guys about confidence and, and that sort of thing. And then ha that oftentimes translates to the dating sphere. A lot of guys wanted to learn confidence in the <clears> context of, well, how does this help me with dating? 
if Curtis tries to make this case in his investigation <laughs> that, oh, yeah, we actually produced a show on Facebook live stream, it's like, no, bro. You have no idea what you're talking about. That show was a live show only in the Hollywood area. We only created a Facebook stream for the uh, people that wanted to come but couldn't physically attend that night. And that show was great. We packed the house. We had some of the best. Okay, this is the best. Sure, I'll admit that maybe I, I, I guess I was wrong. Um, so it wasn't just a Facebook live stream, guys. I'll set the record straight. I, I was wrong. He, I guess he, it was a, an in-person show. And as you can see here, he said he packed the house. When, when somebody says, if you're unfamiliar with that term, when someone says pack the house, it means if you have like a theater, it's sold out. It's sold out. The show's sold out. It's packed, right? Um, but when we look at this photo that he, that he provided, he, his idea of a packed house is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. 13 people in a hotel room. And you're getting mad at me that I said your show only got 70 views? You should have left it at that. That's seven times the amount of people who were there at the fucking thing, bro. 13 people. Packed house? Yeah, it's a packed Barbie house, dude. That's a packed, that's a packed fucking Polly Pocket house. Literally 13 guys in a room. Ah, it's a pretty packed house tonight. <laughs> and they get a call from the, the front desk. Like, hey, is there are there 13 guys in that room? They're like, ah, no, nah, it's just me. It's like, no, nah, we're missing chairs from like seven other rooms. They're like, ah, I don't know. It's, I don't know what happened. The house is pretty packed, though, if you, if you want to come and learn about how to treat women like shit. <laughs> That's so funny. What a dumb backwards point to make. <laughs> Some of the best speakers in the business talk to the guys every Thursday night for a year. But it was a Hollywood exclusive show. You could only physically attend it. Uh -huh. And I produced the whole thing. I put the concept together. I raised the money. I hired the staff. I booked the speakers every Thursday for a year. I sold the tickets and packed the house. And so I reached out to the old school pickup artists. Like, I sold the 13 tickets and packed the house. You know, many, you know how much work it takes to sell 13 tickets? Uh, Mystery, Arashti Bazaar. Uh, Cosmo, the guy that won that show, the pickup artist, Johnny Trulove, Matador, um, Matt Artisan. Matt Artisan. Of course, he's friends with fucking Matt Artisan, the attractive man who I made a video about before, who's also the worst. Of course, he's fucking homies with this guy. That's so funny, man. He's saying that like these are big names. Bro, this isn't a flex. I had I had the best people there, man. I had, I had fucking... Uh, I had Skeletor, I had Thanos, <laughs> all the best guys. They were awesome. I had fucking Hannibal Lecter there, dude. Even even Michael Myers showed up. Not the Austin Powers, the murderer. I hate Austin. I hate Austin Powers. I hate the actor. Cher <laughs> Gottman, Haley Quinn, literally, you name it. I, I reached out to all of them, and I put that entire show together at CBS Studios in Hollywood. And that, by the way, is the very definition of an executive producer. And I did it all to help the guys in the local Los Angeles area come to Hollywood and learn from the best. And sadly, some of them couldn't physically attend. So they had to okay. watch from the stream we made on Facebook. Okay, so then he plays some fucking clip from his show that talks about bullshit. And then fucking Johnny True Love's like, oh, yeah, dude, totally, dude. Dude, I'm trying to get all, I'm trying to become all packs. How, what do you think? What do you guys think about that? <laughs> I'm trying to be, I'm trying to just be one. I'm trying to be two floating pecs. Is like kind of like my body, my goal with like my body, you know? I'm mostly Peck. Give me a couple of years, I'm gonna be just Pecks. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna change my name to Josh, Josh Peck. Cause I'm gonna have so many fucking, cause I'm gonna be just a Peck. Oh my gosh, to see the look <laughs> on your face. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, you really proved me wrong with that one, dude. I'm so sorry that I only thought you did a Facebook live stream that got 70 views, but in reality, you did a live show that got 13 people there. Wow, that's crazy, man. Yeah, you really owned me on that one. <laughs> Damn. And that's what half-baked journalism gets you, Curtis Connors. <laughs> Just says my name wrong. <laughs> okay. If you're going to make a, a rebuttal, get my last name right. Russell Hartley's.
All right. <laughs> and at this point, <laughs> Curtis is really reaching to like come after my website as mm -hmm. if he's making a point. So then Curtis goes to the site and is like, oh, well, you have all these business publications on here. I don't see any get coaching articles. He lied. That guy lied. Russell lied about the these, pub, these reputable news articles. But it says plainly on there that our coaches have been featured on these publications and they have. The okay. So this part is really funny to me. And this is such a dumb fucking thing to do because obviously I have a screen recording and screenshots. He changed it, okay? He changed it, okay? He, if I go to Get Coaching, all I did was search Get Coaching Inc., okay? And then it brings, if you click on it, it goes to the about. And when I was making the video, all it did, all it said on the front was the publications. It said Inc., it said, it, it was different. He, the, he changed the page to say our coaches have been featured on after I make the video. So he changed it in order to fit what he's saying in his video which is so fucking shady so stupid and messed up because i have the screenshot i'll put on the fucking screen right now when i went to it all it said was the, the publications and when you put something on that like that on a website you think hey this website has been featured on these publications you know some did just change it and be like actually it says this duh go look it says it it's always said that nope because i'll put on the screen and never fucking said that you idiot <laughs> they have the coaches that support the educational programs that we developed with their help have been on these publications and that's what it says on there it's not that i lied it's just that you curtis have poor reading comprehension and now you're fucking gaslighting me bro oh dude what's that i'm checking i'm looking at my dashboard my gaslight is going on it's on my gaslight is on looks like you're fucking gaslighting me bro it was always there you're, go you're just crazy. You just can't read. It was always there, you idiot, dumbass, bitch, little stupid boy. No, it wasn't. Russell. A uh, girl who wants to... He can't even read. How dare he put a fucking clip from Billy Madison. You don't deserve that. Billy Madison is one of the great funniest, greatest movies of all time. How fucking dare you? He can't even read. <laughs> He's like, oh, well, it's basically Skillshare. But in fact, it isn't Skillshare. It's a complete software system designed to house educational courses, handle customer Okay, dude, this part is so good because he goes through and says like all the crazy things that this website does and how fucking high tech it is. And let's, let's hear what it does. House educational courses. House educational courses. So super basic, super basic. Just, it just has courses on there. That's pretty simple. Handle customer billing and payments. Hand okay, handle customer billing and payment. So take money. Cool. I'll fucking every website in the world does that. Manage student progress. Manage. That's easy. You have the courses and then it shows what courses you've done and shows what ones you need to do next. Fucking so simple. Designed to accept real-time feedback. A messenger. A messenger thing on your website. Cool. Literally every website has that. With a fully robust customer service system. A, a fully robust fucking frictionless customer service system. It's a, it's every, great. Every website has that. Fucking groundbreaking, bro. You might as well call fucking Webkins a fucking tech company. Actually, no, it is. Webkins is a tech company. Webkins is way better than whatever that is. That's a random fucking, that is the Jake Paul business website. It's the exact same. It's like a copy of that. Which I developed from scratch. And yeah, <gasps> building that stuff or even making something close to Skillshare takes an incredible amount of technical skill that I'm certain Curtis couldn't even come close to. He's right. I don't have any technical skill, but uh, I know it's relatively simple for people to do that. Like every website has these things. You're not, you're not a tech company. A tech company is making something new, making something with technology that is new and that can like help people and like make life easier, make things better. You just made fucking Skillshare for douchebags. I'm right. I'm right, okay? <laughs> not a fucking tech company because you use a little bit of technical abilities. I'm not a race car driver because I can drive a car, right? Exact same thing. And then finally he closes out his video with like this narrative that like I'm suggesting and these other like pickup artists are suggesting that guys say, well, if you just say the right things, then you're going to get any girl, which... If you guys know, I've never said any of that shit before. And I actually tell guys that are enrolled in my confidence courses and my other more practical courses, I tell them like, bro, if she doesn't like you, just move on. It's no big deal. Like the idea is that you shouldn't be stressed about girls that don't like you. And instead you should focus on women that do like you so that you can have meaningful, fruitful relationships. Great. If that's what you've been saying, that's awesome. Maybe put that up front. Maybe say that. 
because you're only putting dumb shit on your page. So I'm obviously going to comment on the dumb shit that you're putting on your page. Right? That's public for everyone. I'm going off what you are portraying yourself as. So it'd be stupid for me to be like, no, actually, he means something completely different. Guys, wait, your honor. <laughs> also, every single day, people message me saying, bro, thank you, this changed my life. People submit video reviews, all kinds of stuff on their own fruition. We, don't, we send a little link in there, but we don't force it on them. They decide they want to put a video review because they like the content. They feel as if it's helping them. And that's all that really matters. If the guys that are purchasing my stuff, or the girls sometimes too, when they're purchasing my stuff, if they like the content, if it's helping them in some way in their life, and then they come back and tell me so, I put it up there. I put it on my Instagram. I put it in my my the the pages. I put it on the reviews page. It's all it's all there. And then Curtis goes on to say, "Oh well, he's just tricking guys and trying to teach them about all these you manipulative are. tactics, and he's preying on people because you people's are. loneliness." Actually, though, are. I tell guys straight up, it's in our clauses, it's in our terms that if none of the, what I provide works for you, we give you your money back, no questions asked. Ooh, that's got to sting. To do all that research and be wrong over and over and over, over, over again. Man, that's got to suck. Okay. Yeah. That really stings for me to be completely right about everything and then you to just further prove that I'm right about everything. Oh, man, that sucks, bro. Dang. Yeah, I fucked up. Fuck, I'm sorry, dude. I'm gonna make an apology video for, for Russell now. Man, that's gotta suck. Yeah. But I get it. Content's content. It doesn't matter who you bully. It just matters that you do bully somebody. You think I'm fucking bullying? Dude. Who would look at my video and be like, hey, leave him alone? You know? I'm not fucking bullying him, man. You're making weird, predatory, shitty content, and I'm saying why it's bad, and I'm making it at least, I'm trying to make it at least entertaining and funny for people. That's what I'm doing. I'm not bullying you, man. Bullying would be like, if I was like, didn't do anything about his character or what he's doing, and if I was just like, this guy is a fucking douchebag, he sucks, he's a loser, I hope he dies. That's bullying. Didn't do that. So you figure if my content gets you around a million views, YouTube's gonna give you what? Two bucks for every 1,000 views. Uh, they take half, of course. So you'll make about $1,000 off my video. Plus your Express VPN um, plug might make you a little bit more. So I get it. Nice, even Express VPN got that free plug, dude, on Russell's channel. Let's go. And I respect it. And I gotta say, I do have a lot of respect for Curtis Connor. It's not easy putting out content. I mean, I know his channel might be a little bit more like about bashing people he doesn't know or whatever, but still, it's bashing, very hard yeah. to create content. And, and when you do create content, put it out there, you're going to be met with opposition. There's going to be people that don't like the cut of your jib or what you have to say or they disagree or whatever. So in that regard, as a creator, I respect that. And I'm Thanks, happy Russell. that I get to like my first video, I get to like rebuttal to a really big channel. So that's really cool. I'm thank I'm thankful for that opportunity. You're welcome. And maybe I'll get to work with them in some capacity like no. in the future. You know what? I think we're gonna be friends. Nope. Hey, I hope you enjoyed the show. Okay, so that was his video. Fuck, man. Um, Dude, this fucking, the description is, here's my reaction to Curtis Connors' expert analysis and in brackets and secret obsession with me. Just because I pointed out what was wrong with him and I made a video about him. I'm obsessed with him. He is, he is Katie. He's Katie Heron from Me Girls. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. You're like obsessed with me. <laughs> okay, let's read some of the top comments because it's so funny. Okay, one thing: his likes and dislikes are off. Like I'm gonna dislike it, and it doesn't show. So I'd love to see the numbers on that. But um, now it's it. Okay, top comment: the worst part of this video is this guy was more upset with Curtis's commentary on his website than he is at the fact that everyone thinks he's a misogynist. That's true. Because if you weren't a misogynist, you'd come right out and say, hey, I'm not a misogynist. I don't want to be called that. But he doesn't care because <laughs> he's an open misogynist. Um, it's not a clapback if the likes, dislikes are disabled. Yep. Um, and then this one, kind of funny how you did not actually address a single point from Curtis's video or include any of his video. You only reference jokes. I could go on forever what is wrong with all of your videos and you say everyone misunderstands your videos when you literally took everything out of context from Curtis's video. Exactly. You insulted his intelligence for not seeing a different website and tried to gaslight everyone. That's what I said. 
Curtis is a comedian, and he was respectful and funny and made good points, and this is pathetic. Thank you. I'm laughing so hard at your setup. You put up blue screen and everything, but didn't even use it to edit. Instead, included clips from 2015 that aren't funny instead of actual clips from the video, and I can see your stares. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst part. I can see this motherfucker's stares, bro. You're not funny, and you are not savage, and nobody likes your misogynistic self. Damn, M. Miller. Mac Miller commented from beyond the grave and just fucked you up, Russell. Aren't you the one that blocked him because you were scared of him making a video about you? Yeah, and he never addressed that, which is very funny. Which means, this is a drum roll, I'm right. I was correct in that, that he blocked me so I would make a video about him. Um, Fuck, we're almost at an hour, dude. I thought this was going to be really quick, but I had a lot to say. Um, If you listen to the whole thing, thanks. I mean, I guess closing my conclusion, I guess. I know I'm giving him exactly what he wants. Not exactly. I'm I'm sure he'd prefer for me to do this on my main channel, but um, you can tell that this guy doesn't give a fuck about what uh, how well, of he doesn't care about the, the the consequences of the words and actions that he has, and it's clear that um uh, that he just wants the views. He just wants views. That's all he wants, and um, and the fact that he said that he'll work with me in the future. I don't. As far as I'm concerned, I don't ever want to fucking talk about this dude ever again. Um, because he doesn't, you know, he doesn't, because that's what he wants. And I don't want to give him that. I was like, maybe when I first watched it, when I first watched it, I was like, oh, maybe I'll have him as a, a guest on the podcast. Maybe that'd be interesting. But the more I think about it, I'm like, fucking no, man. I don't want to talk to this guy. It'll literally be the same as talking to an iguana about like Egyptian history or something. They don't know. It's going to be just, it's like talking to a wall, basically. That probably would have made an analogy that made more sense. You know? <laughs> but it's all good. I don't know. In conclusion, I'm right. He's dumb. And I'm still blocked. And he turned off likes and dislikes. Which is, ah! Not alpha at all, bro. Well, considering we're almost at a fucking hour. Um, I'll wrap it up. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, Russell, I know you're probably watching um, and listening. And I just want to let you know, I'm right. You're wrong. I'm big. You're small. And I, there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, dude, I've seen Matilda <laughs> several times. But yeah, I'm, thanks everyone for sending me this video. Um, and yeah, thanks for listening. This is a podcast. This is episode 107. I'll fucking get out of here. Um Sorry I didn't get into shitty TikTok of the week. But this is a shitty video of the week, I guess. But we'll be back to regular, you know, podcast next week. And it'll be all good. So, fuck, my camera's about to stop recording. So, okay. Bye, guys. Love you. Thanks for watching. Like, subscribe, all that. Uh, do all the rate, review, all the everything. Goodbye. <laughs> hey, I hope you enjoyed the show. If you want my help, you can click right here. Or if you just love what I do and want to support, you can click down here. Otherwise, follow me on social media. Thanks for watching. We'll see you again soon.